Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30 they call us the Amazing Clocks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and others more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. Yes. So today we have another amazing episode for you guys. It's going to be a juicy one, a little spicy spice. Yes, uh, it today's is. Today's main topic is... Couples watching porn together. Is that a good thing or is it not a good thing? Ah, that's going to be a good one. Do you do it? Do you not do it? Are you afraid of it? Is it productive or good for a relationship or maybe it's harmful? We're going to cover all that and more. And we're going to even put you up on a little of our own personal and how we feel about it. We are? (laughs) Okay. That's right. That's why it's going to be an amazing episode. Okay. But before we jump to that main topic... We're going to answer questions from you guys. And like we said, anytime you guys have questions that you want us to answer on, on our show, send them to us and we'll be more than happy to address them for you. Yes. So, Melanie, what's today's question? Today's question is, my boyfriend wants to have sex with other people while I'm away at nursing school for 18 months. Ooh. What should I do? Ooh. What should she what do? What should she do? Ooh, that's a, I'm going to let you take this one first. Uh, it's kind of a tough one because it really depends on the, you know, the foundation of their relationship, mm-hmm. what they're in agreement with. Is it are they in agreement that it's an open relationship? And 18 months is a long time yeah, to be away time. from someone yeah. and to be celibate. But it really, to me, from my perspective, it comes down to their personal values. Mm-hmm. Some couples that have an open relationship are exploring polyamory. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fine for them. But just like anything else, you have to have rules and guidelines, what's appropriate and I would say you're running a little bit of a risk allowing your boyfriend to have sex with other yeah. people because he could bond with other people and end up breaking up the relationship. So yeah. I personally, me, Melanie Clark, would say, how about no, 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 we mm. find some other ways to um, keep our sexual connection going. But that's just me. No, that's all good. Um, the good thing is we're close to each other. We're not <laughs> yeah. far away from each other. Yeah, we don't Even though we've been in that situation before, yeah. we, that, that long distance thing, and it is hard. Yeah, it is hard. You know, my perspective on it is that, for one, with everything in life, there's pros and cons, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. So, right. for example, if you if he doesn't do it, if mm-hmm. they don't agree, right. then that could lead possibly to cheating. Yeah, That could lead to you know, just feeling disconnected and growing apart. It could work all different ways. If they do it, then that could lead to, like you said, mm-hmm. um, the possibility of them getting connected, him getting connected to someone else. To someone else. Right. Overall, it may work perfectly. It right. may work out for them. It just depends on who they are. Right. And so I look at life and relationships, it's like a buffet. And every dish that can that can be that ever existed is in this buffet Mm -hmm. every preference of every style of relationship is in this buffet right now that's the beauty of it 
Not every dish may be for you. Maybe this is your dish to go, you know what? No, we're not doing that. That doesn't work. Right. Um, that goes against my morals. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Great. That's your dish. But then yeah. there's maybe another couple that is another dish in a buffet that they're like, you know what? That dish we can do. Right. We can, you know, explore. I can give you your freedom. You can get a pass and you get it and it works and it could work out perfectly. Mm -hmm. So it really comes down to what dish works best for you. Yeah. Um, and either way, there's going to be pros or cons. So I think that that's, I that's agree. my perspective on it. But I would also say the fact that she's reaching out, asking us what she should do, tells me there's already some resistance. Okay. You you don't ask other people's opinion if you know what's right for you. So she's she's in conflict with herself. So you know, probably, I would say probably not but a good you know idea what? for you. I'll say that a lot mm -hmm. of times we're a society, we're programmed to think one certain way. True. And people may be open to another alternative, but they're, they're not sure if it's okay. So they're getting they different perspectives or permission. Yeah. And so most of the people, I'm sure, that's even in poly polyamorous relationships, they had that little bit of hesitation at first. Like, oh, because you're going against um, the, the norm. structure, the norm, mm -hmm. the traditions, and there's going to be repercussions when that happens. Right. So you may want to do it, but you just want some extra perspectives or information. Right. And so... I say look at all angles, go really deep within yourself, be honest with yourself, be honest with your partner, share your vulnerabilities, share your fears, share your yeah. concerns, and and just be real. And you never know where it's going to turn out because we've seen couples that are able to do that yeah. and it works out perfectly. Very true. And they're married and the relationship is great and they live happily ever after. We've seen couples that stay celibate and don't do things like that and they break up. Yeah. Or they stay together and they're miserable. Yeah. So I think it just comes down to figuring out what works for you guys. But you got to be real. Got to be honest. You yeah. got to, you know, put your concerns out there. Don't hold back. Yes. So. Good answer. Good answer to you too. Good job, baby. Thank you. You should be a coach. Uh, I'm going to work on that. Yeah, you should be a coach. I think you got what it takes. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Now, that's a perfect segue to the main topic. Yes. Couples watching porn together. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? So I'm going to hand it off to you first. How did I know you were going to say that? Because that's you, all we do. You always that's hand it do. off to me first. Uh, why do I got to go first on this one? Because I love your mind <laughs> and I love your starting okay. points. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. You you buttered me up on that one. So you, you. you win. Thank you. How do I feel about couples? We win. Yes. How do I feel about couples watching porn together? I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Uh, where's my pearls? I love it. Where's my pearls? I love it. I love it, especially for uh, couples that have been in a relationship for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think it is a way to stimulate your sex life. Mm -hmm. I think it is an opportunity to have deeper discussions about what you're into sexually and what turns you on and what turns you off. And sometimes it's just hard to have those conversations cold mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah. when yeah. you're not in a hot sexual mood and porn is it's visually stimulating it's audio stimulation and it gets your energy in alignment with sexual energy which makes it a lot easier to have those types of conversations mm -hmm. i think that it's really important to recognize that it should be a no judgment zone like people's sexuality is so personal and it and it 
puts you in a position to be like on the deepest level of vulnerability. And so you have the opportunity for your partner to show you aspects of them that maybe have been secret their entire life and they're sharing them with you. And that creates a really deep connection. So I think it's amazing. Right. That's my perspective. That's, That's a good perspective. Thanks. You know, once again, that goes back to society and programming and yep. what's taboo, what's acceptable, and those things change throughout history. Right. And for some, a lot of people, you know, that's a big hell no. Yeah. You know, a lot of couples. That just does not work for them, whether it's their religious beliefs, mm-hmm. um, how they were raised, it goes across the, the grain. Yep. So once again, it's like the buffet thing. That may not work for you. And if not, then perfectly cool. Then this conversation really is not necessarily for you. It's couples for couples that are open-minded or considering it or couples that are doing it and maybe feeling a little bit of guilt, shame, or, you know, whatever. Right. Me, personally, I feel that it can be a good thing. But I also feel like it should just be the icing on the cake. Right. It should be a party starter. Party favor. So, like, if, (laughs) if your relationship is consistently connected sexually emotionally right then bringing that into it it can it can be make things a little harder yeah let's say for example there's insecurities right or let's say for example the sexual chemistry is not really there but when you include porn right then all of a sudden that takes over the main right um sexual preference right and I don't think that using porn as a crutch in that way is good. Yeah, no, that's I agree with that. All right. So if your relationship, you're connected sexually, um, you're connected emotionally, your relationship is in a good place, and you just want to spice things up because with everything in life, relationships, love, sex, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yes. And that's one of the keys to a, a successful long-term relationship is continuing to grow, mm-hmm. continuing to get out of your comfort zone and expand individually as well as a couple. And if you can do it together as a couple, that's a win-win because you're going to grow closer. So what you're saying is like you don't want to use it as a substitute for connection. Exactly. It it can't be a substitute for connection. Um, And then the other thing, too, is, and we've experienced this, as you've been together for a long time, you're changing and growing Mm -hmm. sexually and you're not having sex with other people. So you don't always know what new techniques and things that you would enjoy. So watching porn, you may see things that like, oh, let's try that or or role play, or you may see something or experience something in porn that you may like. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's helpful after you've been together for a long time to kind of bring in new ideas, positions, sounds, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Yes, yes. And so it can help kind of jumpstart that for you and help you communicate what your preferences are to each other. And it's it's probably a little bit more comfortable than again where you're you know, you're at lunch and being like, So what do you like sexually now? It's like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that right now while we're at lunch. (laughs) So it helps with that. And I'm all I'm all about vulnerability and honesty and um authenticity authenticity yeah and in a lot of cases with a lot of couples not only will the male watch porn on his own Mm -hmm. and he'll hide and kind of keep it like a secret and you know that taboo and maybe even a little shame and guilt around it yeah because of fear of judgment but then a lot of times the the, the other the partner 
they're watching porn as well, but yeah. secretly yeah. and not sharing that. So they're both living like two separate little taboo worlds. Two separate sexual lives. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it's great when they can do, bring that together mm-hmm. and it gets rid of the shame, it gets rid of the guilt, and it's actually something that could really connect you and it's exciting because it's like exploring new territory. Right. And I know with us, that's how I feel about it. I love when we watch porn together. Did I mention that I, I, mention that I, I love I when we watch porn together? Yes. And we can't do it all the time. We don't do it all the time, but I look yeah. forward to like a treat. It's like, yeah. oh my God, this is cool. Everybody's gone. We, get, we got a nice Airbnb with a nice hotel with, with some other place, privacy. Hey, we make love for a couple of days. Then one day we have off. It's like, hey, let's throw the porn on. <laughs> right. But what I had to learn was that with men, they tend to not choose the same porn that women like. True story. And with a lot of guys, if you start off with this hardcore porn and, you know, knock, knock on the door, who's that? The pizza man. Wow, chicka, wow, chicka, chicka. That may work for the guy. But women need storylines. Yes. Women need... Um, a buildup. A buildup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think even with us, I had to do that with you too. And yeah. it was like, oh, wait a minute. That's a good point. And I actually learned to enjoy the storylines now, even <laughs> more than just a bow, chicka, bow. And I love that time with us. And it's exciting to me. And I feel like I get to understand your sexuality even on a deeper level. Yeah. So I'm always asking you, like, what do you want to watch? Right. What do you like? Yeah. What do you like? Not necessarily about what I like, <laughs> because I get enjoyment from seeing you get into it and get turned on. Yeah. Then. We all win. Well, honestly, when we first started watching porn together, it was a lot of what you liked, and mm-hmm. I got kind of bored with it. And I would even kind of feel like, oh, God, porn again. I don't mm-hmm. want to watch it. But then when you started asking me, I realized I was a little embarrassed yeah. and uncomfortable being that vulnerable and saying what I liked. And also, I didn't really know what I liked when it mm-hmm. came to porn. So I would just kind of go along with whatever you wanted to watch. Which which is what was frustrating me because I'm like going, yeah. no, it's not about what I want to watch. Tell me what you want to watch. Yeah. And you would be like, no, I don't care. Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't matter. Well, it's like, tell, come on, baby, work with me, work yeah. with me. Well, you know what ended up happening for me was I have a single friend and we were hanging out together and she was telling me that she watches porn. And she was telling me about the type of porn that she watched. She gave me some ideas and she was like, I like this and I like that. And I was like, really, you watch it on your own? And she was like, yeah, I really mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. So after um, that conversation, I went on my own and started watching porn on my own. I didn't even tell you that I was watching porn. And so I kind of explored on my own to see what I liked what mm-hmm. I was comfortable with um, and what I felt connected to so that it would be a great experience. And then I was able to come back to you and be like, okay, I kind of like this and I'm interested in that. So when you asked me, I actually had an answer for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to realize like, you know, 
I'm, you know, I'm 57 years old. Porn was taboo for a long time. Mm-hmm, definitely so was. I always feel that little resistance, like, uh, porn is for guys. Like, why am I watching porn? But I was able to get past it because I realized that I want to grow. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to explore my sexuality as I change and mm-hmm. age and my body changes. I have to put some focus and energy right. into that. And I didn't have a lot of new brain files for sex. And so porn was a way for me to explore that. I don't care how you get there. Just get there (laughs) when you can, baby. And I'm just grateful you got there. And I I really, truly, honestly, once we started watching porn together, Uh I fell even more in love with you. Really? Yeah. I fell even more in love with you. Oh, you're my porn buddy. I'm so in love with you. Actually, yeah, in in a way, yeah. Yeah, That's hilarious. I guess you're right. Yeah. But it was that we're sharing something together that's just ours. Yeah. Not anymore because we're talking about it on the podcast. Everybody knows that we're doing it now. Nobody's listening on this podcast. Oh, please. It's just me and you, baby. Oh, okay. It is just me and you. And so, uh, no, I, I really did fall more in love with you because I feel more, I felt more connected to you. Yeah. You know, so I feel, I fall more in love with you through communication. Yeah. When our communication is growing. I feel more in love with you when our physical affection, just the touching and holding hands, yeah. um, being kind to each other, uh, supporting each other. Right. All of those things cause me to fall in love with you. So sharing sex, so sexuality, yeah. that, it doesn't mean it ends there. No, that adds to it. Yeah. And, like we said, after being together as many years as we've been together, to still be sexually attracted to each other and still have a great sex life, um, that's just the icing on the cake. Yeah. And so it's not like, you know, a lot of times we, I think the issue is that, especially men, mm-hmm. they'll tend to want to do it all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's watch yeah. it again. And that, that takes away the sexy of it. That takes away the specialness, the specialness yeah. of it. And I think, guys, if you're going to watch porns with, with your, your woman, you know, please be aware of that. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a treat. It shouldn't be the main dish right. every time. Well, you know, I also appreciate when I say I don't want that. You respect that in that moment. You don't push it. You don't try to talk me into it. You're mm-hmm. like, OK, that's cool. But it it helped me to actually really understand you more sexually and the Mm -hmm. energy that comes with it is super sexy and i'm grateful that i get to experience that aspect of you because you know most women know guys are watching porn they're masturbating it's a very private thing and there's times where i'd know like oh he slipped away he got the ipad in the bathroom (laughs) i know what he's doing look at the size of my forearm How do you think it got like that? But I would always feel like, oh, he's he really enjoys that. He has this this part of himself and this experience that he gets to enjoy on his own, and I'm not part of that. And then when we start watching it together, I get to experience that, and it's just right. really, just a really honest, raw emotion, and just being in your masculine energy. And it's super sexy to me, and I'm grateful that I get to experience that part of you. Oh, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so for for me, since I was a child, I mean a teenager, Uh preteen, I would masturbate to Playboy magazines like most men, young men do. Uh That's part of our nature. That's how we discover ourselves, and that's how we, you know, build our sexual sexuality. Yeah. (laughs) Your sexual library. And so it's like that. 
you know, when I'm in my 20s, the same thing when I was single. Mm -hmm. It's a part of my ritual of life. And just because I'm married doesn't mean that that's supposed to go away. I'm still a sexual being. And there are times when you don't want to have sex when you're not there. I respect that I get that. And Mm -hmm. that's an option. What's the other option? To go outside the relationship. To cheat and to creep. And I'm not going there. That's not how... I don't roll like that. Ain't happening. And so... I'm not going to stop being sexual in that way, but to be able to share it with you now right. gives me a safe space to explore it in a way where one enhances our sex life mm-hmm. and we get to do it together. So I am all in for that. Now, once again, does it work for everybody? No, it may not, not work for you guys, and that's okay. But for many, many couples, it works, and I salute them. Yes. No, I I agree with that. And I love having this conversation. You know, I think about this a lot. You know, in our society, we have a couple of things that we are we shy away from discussing, and that is sex and money. Mm-hmm. And everyone wants both. Yeah. But no one wants to talk about it, right? So, I think it's really important that you have these conversations in a relationship and i think it's important that you share what you're really into sexually because that's how you really get to know each other that's a very primal part of each other and if you are hiding that part of yourself and not able to share that fully you are missing out on so much love and connection and I knew you were very sexual from the first day that we met. You made mm-hmm. that very clear. Mm-hmm. So I did not have this expectation that that was going to change after we were married. Yeah. Like I knew what I was signing up for. And I knew it was going to be a lifetime of sexual energy with you and growth and exploration. And I think that if we can really communicate who we are with each other, we, we won't struggle with the um, the disappointment of change. And I think a lot of times people go into relationships and they see things in their partner and they're like, well, after we get married, that'll change. Right. Or they'll stop doing that later. Or if they really love me, they won't do that anymore. And yeah. that creates a lot of problems. And so you have to be real about who you are, what you're into, what you love, what you're going to be, how you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And don't go into a relationship thinking, I'm going to change that about this right. person. No, you're not. They're going to keep doing it and they're just going to sneak and do it. And then that creates more problems yep. and you're going to be disappointed. So I think porn is a great yeah. way to have those discussions and open up that door and get very clear with each other about who you are sexually because it yeah. is a huge part of a marriage, of a relationship. Right. And over the long term, it changes because you're going to change. So you have to change with it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, and like you said, that's who I was in the beginning mm-hmm. when you met me. Yeah. And I made sure that I showed you that side of me because when you <laughs> yeah. get into a long-term relationship, if you're considering it, you, whoever you are, whatever you are, whatever you're into, you need to keep it real with your partner. Yeah. Now, your partner may run away screaming and freaking out and be like, <laughs> oh, hell no, and they'll take off. Yeah. That's okay. That just means that they're not the one for you. But you don't want to get into a relationship and live a lie and then have a little, a little secret life on the side. No, you want a partner that's going to embrace who you are, what you are, no matter what it is. Right. And if you're into it, you want to find someone, a partner that's into it as well. That makes the best recipe for a great relationship. Yeah. And so. You know. Um, but one thing I'm not into, though, we're not into, hmm. 
is making porn. Yeah, I know. Like a lot of couples when that back in the yeah. days, every couple when that camcorders started mm-hmm. coming out, mm-hmm. couples all let's make a porn, honey. Let's make a porn. No. And it's like uh uh-uh, not doing that. <laughs> but I will say I'm really glad I will say in earlier relationships I have done it before. Ooh, okay. And it was fun. It was like, Oh, that's cute, all right. But then after a while you start looking at yourself like, ooh. No. Oh, what am I, no. Oh, I need to tighten up a little bit. I'm like, right. out a little. Oh, okay, turn it you off. You judge yourself. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you judged yourself yeah, a little yeah. bit. No, I um I love these discussions again because this could really also help like couples with small children. Mm-hmm. One of the things that happens is you just get stuck in that routine and that responsibility yeah. and taking care of those kids. And it's like your sexual energy switch gets turned off. Yeah. And so if you could get away and, you know, get an Airbnb or a nice hotel for a weekend and mm-hmm. turn on a little bit of porn and discuss it and talk. I'm just gonna be real talk shit while you're watching it. <laughs> you will you will reconnect so quickly. And I think it's a tool that couples that are just really dealing with a lot of responsibility, because responsibility kills desire. It makes it really, really hard for you to focus on letting go. So it helps you to kind of go into a fantasy land where you can yeah. let go and escape. Yeah, stop thinking about the yeah. kids. Stop thinking about the mortgage payment and that you know, proposal you got to write for work because sometimes it's hard to shut that off and using something external like that can help you kind of like get back into the present moment. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of benefits. um, And I would say the only cons are people that get addicted to it and try to use it as a substitute for Mm -hmm. connection. You got to be aware of that. So Well, people that get into something that the partner is too far out there. Oh, yes, too much. Yeah, they're not. You got to find that happy medium. Yeah, I I agree. But I would say um, I would put some guidelines in, like, be honest. We can watch everything. I'm going to tell you what I like and what I don't like. And we both got to agree what we're going to watch together. And just really use it as a enhancement, not a substitute for right. connection. And yeah. I think it's okay. And if you do it right, that little titillating sensation, that high <laughs> frequency, it has a ripple effect. Yeah. And it could lift your frequency and lift the frequency of your relationship. And then, you know, over the next week or two, every now and then you have those little thought flashbacks and get the shivers. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> that yeah, was great. Yeah, and it's just a little pep. Remember the time? A little, keep you, you know, a little pep in your step to keep, keep you up. Yes, No exactly. pun intended. No pun intended. Um, so um, uh, we just gave up all our business once again on this that's podcast. What, I don't know how you get me to do it every here. week, Anthony. That is every why we week. are here. That's right. <laughs> Don't disappoint. Yes. So great episode, baby. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's right. If you guys haven't had a copy, uh, a chance yet to get a copy of our book, mm-hmm. Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, then pick up your copy, available at Amazon.com. If you guys are interested in coaching with the Amazing Clocks, then reach out to us at theamazingclocks.com. And we'll get right back at you. And if you're interested in becoming a life coach or just learning some skills to help you life coach yourself or the people around you, yes. then check out our life coach training and certification course at the Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy.com. Yes. So, great episode. Thanks for hanging out, people. Um, we love and appreciate you. So, remember to rate and share our podcast. We're grateful for all of you and send us your questions. So, there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now, what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.